Hello, boys and girls. My name is Jeffrey Scott Mitchell. And it's been a while since I've reached out to express thought to you, release energy, express energy, share energy. As recently I've been I don't know if I would say introvertish, even though that's probably what it is. <laughs> I just been keeping to myself. I'm not depressed, I don't think. Maybe a tad clinically depressed, meaning my excitement level is a little lower than what it usually is. And having said that, also realizing, as I've said before, my excitement level may run high. Anyway, so when I go to normal, I may feel not depressed, but flat. And if you're used to being super excited and you drop back down to regular, it can feel like depressed, but it's not depression. But anyway, the whole point is that though I haven't been sharing or expressive, trying to be inclusive, which is kind of my normal thing anyway, I really haven't been lately. I uh, been getting things done, productive. My weight is down, I'm not eating like I'm crazy. I'm doing some fairly good things, project-wise, personal project-wise, work is good. I uh, got a action camera kit for Christmas that I'm really trying to, that I'm really starting to get into. I mean, really, really get into to the point where while I'm in my apartment all by myself, I imagine and then implement ways to record myself just to do it. It's more of a experiment for testing. And I, I'm, I'm so deep into it that I don't know why. I got webcams, USB cords going all over the place, OBS studio, figuring out how to get so many cams, cameras active and record and switch between cameras. I did that and then I realized that if I take one of my phones and mount it on one of my action cam clamps and setup and use my remote, 
to that phone. That's the better way to record. So I can record anywhere, anytime now. And I have a clamp and a mount for the phone that I should be able to get any shot anywhere, anytime, which is an overstatement. But with the other products in that toolkit, I could. So I'm doing stuff. It's not like I'm like wallowing and feeling sorry for myself or nothing. My eating is good. I feel good. I get excited about things. Every now and then, like on a Tuesday or Monday or Tuesday or early in the week, usually around Tuesday, I started to get that like, oh, oh. But then I realized that I, I just had two days off eating too much and wallowing in it. Gaining 10 pounds over two days. Losing it back during the week. But this weekend, enough was enough. It was like four weekends straight where I was going up to 219. I stepped on the scale Saturday morning. It'd be something like 204, 205. Get on that scale Sunday night, 217, 218, 219. It starts Friday night when I get off work. And it doesn't stop. forget which weekend it was. I don't know if it was this weekend or last weekend. But one weekend, I ate so much I made myself sick and I'm laying in the bed eating. Knowing that I, I can't stop. Knowing I'm gonna be sick. And I did get sick. And I was like, all right, enough is enough. So this last weekend, I behaved myself to a degree, got on the scale this morning. I'm at 207, which is extremely good for a Wednesday, or pretty damn good for a Wednesday because I acted right. Over the weekend, or exercise some control. So I feel good. Also, I'm seeing where P-Funk is scheduled to play in Bristol, in the United Kingdom. I emailed them. I said, is this gonna happen? They said, check the website. Basically, they said, buy a ticket and we'll keep you updated. Basically, that's what they said. They said, you buy a ticket, we'll keep you updated. <clears throat> and keep checking the website. So I was like, yeah, 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 whatever. <clears throat> then I went to the website and I found the facts. And I found the FAQs and they were pretty extensive. 
So, I'm going to start reaching out to people. Well, I started to reach out. Reached out to people who might know if that band is going to play. England, United Kingdom, Britain, whatever. Come May 24th. Did I say I scheduled a vaccination? Did I leave with that? I forgot. I scheduled to get vaccinated. So that I can be vaccinated just in case I need to jump on an airplane. Leave the country. Schedule COVID tests there. When I land at the airport, they say they got them and quarantine, supposed to quarantine for 10 days. I think we all know that's not gonna happen. I'm vaccinated. I'm gonna tell them something. Cause I can't fly over there 10 days before the show. Quarantine. And then go to the show, but. And there's other shows over there. I already have a ticket to see them in Kenishtown on the 30th. The London, the Manchester show got canceled. I think a London show is still on. There's a Glasgow and a Nottingham show also. So that means the first show will be the 24th. The last show I see scheduled is the 30th. Six day in between there. I Google. I can fly from Heathrow, London, Heathrow to Madrid for like $70. So I'd maybe fly into England a little early, hang out there a little, hit Stonehenge, the P-Funk, fly to Madrid for a couple of days, fly to Denmark, Copenhagen, whatever. There's also a list of countries that if you're vaccinated, you're free to come in. I think Poland was on there. I wanted to see that. You know, once you get over there, once you get over there, flying around country to country is cheap. It's cheap. I think I saw one flight, London to Madrid, like 50 bucks. And the more premium flights, you know, better hourly time they're all non-stop two and a half hours you know driving could be a possibility but uh <clears throat> because bristol is two and a half hours away from the airport i've done it before i've done it at three o'clock in the morning after a show from bristol to the airport them damn roundabouts. I vowed I wouldn't do that again, them roundabouts. I vowed I didn't want to do that again. Driving on the wrong side of the road with the steering wheel on the wrong side of the car is one thing. And I did have a oopsie because I got too close because the passenger side is on this side now. So you got to judge distance of the car that way. 
with traffic coming towards you right here on this side. That part I wasn't so worried about. It was getting too close to that left side, the passenger side of the car. And I hit something to uh, the mirrors. Smashed. I had insurance, they paid for it. 100 bucks out of my pocket, no, no big deal. But driving would be probably ideal. And I may have to drive from London to Bristol and back. But anyway, the whole thing too also is planning and all that. It gets me excited, it gets me going. It takes months to plan these things out. I do all my planning myself. I don't get a travel agent. I don't book packages. I book everything individually. So I'm up last night, couldn't sleep, went to bed too early, I guess. Three o'clock in the morning, Google flighting, checking my Sprint Mobile, I mean my Spectrum Mobile, international coverage rates and checking the current guidelines to enter the UK. You know all that stuff. Just, and it motivates me, it gives me an energy. And even with the LA Magus band, I, I mean, they've been having rehearsals and I haven't been going. I just would rather just stay home. It's like, I don't want to be happy. I don't want to be excited. I don't want to feel that energy. I want to stay <clears throat> where I'm at. I don't know if that's true or if that's an excuse, but seems to be working. Place is clean. I've been straightening stuff up, putting stuff away, getting rid of stuff. Could be cleaner. Got a couple major projects going on. I love my space. I absolutely love my space. So I haven't even been, <clears throat> I've been chill on that. And it doesn't feel weird like it used to when I was younger. I don't feel like I'm missing out. FOMO, F-O-M-O, fear of missing out. <clears throat> I don't feel I'm doing that. One of the reasons I say is because it's a rehearsal and the musicians need to practice and not really jam or do anything. They need to practice and meticulously go over parts and they get off on that, you know? That's what they do. So let them have their fun. Sitting there, have them play a certain part of a song over and over. It's not my idea of fun, <laughs> but it is it would be nice to see everybody hang out. Kinda. Maybe not now, because I don't want to, but. Even that, I found interesting that I was able to just say, eh, yeah. Went to stay with my mother for a week or Tuesday to Friday. It was fun, it was nice. <clears throat> You know, take help, assist with her. I found that, I guess in any situation, 
when I can't be me, I don't like it. And I'm not used to doing that. And you have to learn. You have to learn. Maybe the first time you learn is, first time I probably learned was on the job. I went to school not believing that I was in somebody else's house. <laughs> and my behavioral record will reflect that. But as I got a job, and I started to realize the importance of working and money and my lifestyle and the problems and stresses and tensions I used to have. It took me a, f a couple decades to realize this ain't your house. You need to chill and do whatever the hell they tell you to do. Don't be disruptive. Play the game. And it served me well. It's serving me well right now. I just happen to be with a very good company. A very good situation. An extremely good situation. And it's working. Hopefully I can retire from this place. 11 years to full retirement. Worst case scenario, what Social Security tells me, if I work till 70 making the money that I'm making now, I think I get like 2,800, maybe 3,000 a month. I can go back to Youngstown and live off of that, just that, monthly. But the whole point is, I am chill. I am chill. And when I'm walking, I don't listen to music. Rarely do I listen to music. Rarely, rarely do I listen to podcasts. mostly just quiet me listening to me think so just imagine going months being inside your own head and enjoying it song I said was hung on it was Always was alone, but never seemed to be. Always was alone, but never seemed to be. It's just good. It really is just good. And then, and then of course you got, let me stop. And even though I haven't been posting and you know expressing, knowing that that platform is there is important. Knowing that I have a platform that I can perform or commentary or opinionize is important. Also, Facebook, 
scrolling Facebook, you kind of stay in touch with what's going on with people, seeing what they're doing. You know, I don't have to comment. Just seeing what they're doing, what they're thinking. Last couple days, I cut on the news, see what's going on in Minneapolis and Minnesota with the police thing. I'm over it. I'm like, I'm over it. And that leads me to another thing. Confrontation. I'm so over confrontation. I used to love confrontation. To the point of borderline antagonizing people. Maybe even some antagonizing people. Asking them that right question. No profanity. You know, no disrespect. Just asking that right question. When I know to them it's going to feel like somebody sticking a needle in their eye. Politely. You know, so, uh, properly, mannerly, just ask that little one, well, what about this? Because when people post, you know, they put their post up and they, you know, they're waiting to see who's going to reply, what kind of feedback or comeback they're going to get. And when they get something that challenges them, they react. The initial reaction is sharp. I've been there, I used to do it, so I know. And I used to feel it, so I know. But I'm past all that now. It's like I'm better, I'm above it. I'm done. Well, I ain't gonna say done, done. But I have no inclination to antagonize or... It's almost more like I don't care. <laughs> it really is more like I don't care. In a sense that I believe, that I believe that a lot of the things we see in the news, <clears throat> a lot of stuff people are protesting, a lot of the stuff people are up in arms for, don't mean nothing. They really, in the bigger scheme of things, where I believe, I think I'm dwelling or existing. That little, it's, it's bullshit, it don't matter. It just doesn't matter. And you may say, well, are you saying that police brutality and the killing of black men don't matter? I could probably say it don't matter to me. You say, well, what about your son? What about your kids? What about your family members? I'm hoping they know how to avoid those kind of situations and so on and so forth. That's just my rationale. Like it's much to do. I understand, you know, what's going on. I guess I get it <clears throat> that black people want to feel that people are held accountable for their actions, where in the past they weren't. And legally, it's true. Legally, there were laws on the book. 
It was state-sponsored racism. It existed. I'm not saying it doesn't exist now. I'm saying things have gotten a lot better. And I'm saying I'll never tell anybody to stop fighting for that or fighting against it or whatever. But for me, the bigger scheme, the thing that really, really matters, that's a small point. It's not even a french fry on the table of the appetizers. Now, it could lead to something. It could be a part of something that's bigger. It could turn it into something. It could be a symptom of something that I or we are not seeing <clears throat> or understand yet that needs to be fixed. But if you get rid of all the racist cops, hell, if you get, all the, get rid of all the racist, period, black people still gonna have the problems they got. That's what I believe. I think it needs to be fixed internally because I see too many black people who are successful, who follow, quote unquote, follow the game plan, stay within the rules, walk a certain way, act a certain way, who are successful. I learned how to do it. And even white people got to do it. White, black, whatever you are. There's a certain expected protocol. <clears throat> and to get in the club, you got to at least appear that you respect that protocol. If not, execute and demonstrate that protocol to the highest degree. Example, Barack Obama. So, and I really haven't even talked about politics or social anything. I listen to my podcast. I'm always quote unquote studying or reading, well, reading, you know, articles, news articles, stuff on the internet, <coughs> TV programs, documentaries. A lot of good podcasts out there, <coughs> deep thinkers podcast where they can talk two and a half hours an hour and a half on a subject been into Thomas Sowell Sam Harris, Glenn Lowry Steelers been into the Steeler offseason more than I ever have probably been. <clears throat> With the bin and our salary cap situation, so I've been looking at that more than I usually do. But anyway. That's what's going on with me. What's going on with you?
Are you where you want to be? Are you who you want to be? Are you what you want to be? My name is Jeffrey Scott Mitchell. Swinging on y'all two times for the funk and for me. And for everything that has ever existed in any form and in any universe, past and present. Yeah, my face is toe up. <clears throat> I gotta either clean the blades on my <clears throat> hair clippers or start pushing so tight because this, it just went off. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was probably pushing too tight, going against the grain, just like grinding it in my face. I stopped doing that. Anyway, my name is Jeff. Oh, I'm out. Yes.